The Lord be with you. It's Michael Solomink of Lutherans for Life with the Life-Minded Podcast, equipping gospel-motivated voices for life. The abortion rate in the United States is declining, but the danger from abortions is rising. Half as many women are undergoing abortions now as were 30 years ago. But chemical abortions have increased 25% in the last five years. The pill method now accounts for 39% of all abortion procedures. And so-called medication abortions now make up the majority of abortions done before 10 weeks gestation. 339,000 1,640 abortions performed in the United States in 2017 used drugs. And that doesn't include self-induced abortions, which reports indicate are climbing. The United States Food and Drug Administration warns these drugs come with even greater dangers than surgical abortions. And the ACLU is suing to have the existing restrictions removed so every pharmacy can become an abortion clinic. How does chemical abortion work? You may know the abortion pill better as RU486. It had that title during its development. Chemical abortion actually consists of two pharmaceutical substances. The first one, mifepristone, comes from the RU486 research. It goes by the trade name Mifeprex in the United States and Mifegine in Europe. The mother must ingest this drug by mouth at a federally licensed clinic and only under the supervision of a specially certified doctor. Mifepristone blocks the ability of the mother's body to process the pregnancy hormone progesterone before implantation, which takes place about 6 to 12 days after fertilization. This will prevent an embryo from embedding in the lining of the uterine wall. If mifepristone comes after implantation, then it disconnects the placenta and the baby starves and suffocates. The emergency contraception morning-after pills, Plan B and Ella, can have the same effect. Then, between 24 and 48 hours later, the mother takes the second drug, misoprostol. She lets it dissolve under her tongue or applies it as a vaginal suppository. And she does this at home, alone and unattended by any medical professionals. Misoprostol unnaturally induces labor to deliver the dead body. The contractions might last several days, and victims sometimes report recognizing the baby in the tissue and fluids that pass. An exam should follow up two weeks later to confirm the complete emptying of the womb. The procedure generally costs between $500 and $1,000, and research estimates that it ends the baby's life about 95% of the time through nine weeks of pregnancy, more effective earlier and less so later in that time frame. Who's using abortion pills? Well, Planned Parenthood mainly. The French corporation Roussel Uclaf synthesized mifepristone in 1980. RU refers to that laboratory, Roussel Uclaf, and the substance represents their 38,486 compound, hence RU486. Roussel Uclaf actually voted to stop selling it only one month after its approval for public use in 1987, but the government of France ordered them to produce it anyway. It was a German chemical conglomerate that invested the majority of the capital that made RU486 possible, and it was the same
same chemical corporation whose subsidiary had coordinated experiments on World War II concentration camp prisoners and manufactured the cyanide gas Cyclone B used in the Holocaust. Roussel Ukloff could not secure a partner in the United States to market Mifepristone there, so in 1994 it donated the American property rights to a group called the Population Council. This organization originated in the 20th century eugenics movement, and it has close ties to the International Planned Parenthood Federation. The Population Council advocates worldwide contraceptive use, and it invented the now discredited and discontinued Norplant device, whose serious side effects necessitated a multi-million dollar public settlement. The Population Council also receives substantial funding from the National Institutes of Health and the Centers for Disease Control. It has licensed its mifepristone rights to Danco Laboratories, a single product distributor founded in the Cayman Islands that contracts with a firm that manufactures the abortion pill in China. That Chinese business got caught shipping contaminated pharmaceuticals to the United States in 2008. The United Nations World Health Organization lists mifepristone as one of its essential medications. This means they believe every basic community health system needs it, as critically as ibuprofen, penicillin, plasma, and platelets. They insist that it, quote, satisfies the most important health priorities of a population. Doctors Without Borders has contributed to instructional videos about using mifepristone in the field. And British abortion magnate Marie Stopes International, as well as the International Planned Parenthood Federation, have exported mifepristone all over Africa and into the rural areas of developing countries, often without any education as to how it works, or to the health risks, the side effects, or the long-term consequences. Frequent and severe complications have forced the FDA to regulate mifepristone with its Risk Evaluation and Mitigation Strategy Program for drugs with serious safety concerns. This means that the FDA supervises every clinic that offers the abortion pill and every physician that administers it through licensing, certification, and reporting. Currently, it goes on at 245 facilities. That's 15 more than a year ago. And 211 of those belong to Planned Parenthood. Commercial pharmacies may not carry the drug, and a doctor must apply for permission and undergo training to prescribe it. An ectopic pregnancy, where the embryo implants outside of the womb, or an intrauterine device a form of long-acting reversible contraceptive, will also disqualify a mother from mifepristone abortion. Most of the other countries that have decriminalized this chemical have similar laws. Now, when it authorized drug-induced abortion in 2000, the FDA initially limited it to seven weeks gestation. This was for safety reasons. Since then, abortion advocates have succeeded in lobbying for expanding that deadline to nine weeks. Recently, 21 state attorneys general petitioned officials to waive these safeguards during the coronavirus pandemic. And the ACLU is assisting a Hawaii abortionist in suing to have the common sense restrictions removed altogether. If successful, the verdict would make abortion pills available at every neighborhood pharmacy and turn every family doctor into an abortion provider. The FDA already has the authority to change these policies at any time with no congressional input. Planned Parenthood has started brokering telemed abortions in several states as well. Here, the mother consults with an abortionist over video conference from miles and hours away. A remote-controlled drawer then dispenses her the lethal capsules. 
These appointments multiplied by 30% in February and March of 2020. 18 states prohibit webcam abortions, but Planned Parenthood has taken advantage of the coronavirus pandemic to expand this program, sanctioned by federal officials as experimental, now operating in all 50 states. Some abortion supporters are promoting do-it-yourself abortions at home. They suggest obtaining the drugs over the internet, and over 75 websites deal the substance illegally and internationally. A recent study found American women made 6,000 requests over 10 months for abortion pills from one activist group, and it shipped more than 7,000 abortion pill packages to the states in a year and a half. Its page features testimonials from Georgia, South Dakota, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. And California has ordered its state colleges and universities to stock the abortion drugs at their campus health centers. In a moment, we'll find out what dangers abortion drugs bring and whether any antidote can counteract them. You're listening to Life Minded from Lutherans for Life. When is Sanctity of Human Life Sunday? Is it already passed? Well, I have good news. Your church can celebrate it any time. And I have even better news. God makes every human life precious. You can make your community glad with the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. Lutherans for Life has an order of service, model sermon manuscripts, bulletin inserts, and everything you need to plan a positive and powerful Life Sunday. Download free at lutheransforlife.org. Do you like fellowship? Enjoy learning about Sanctity of Life advocacy and activism? Join Lutherans for Life this fall for one of our regional conferences. From invisible to indispensable, that's our theme. We're exploring how the gospel gives worth and purpose to each human being. Gather together with like-minded brothers and sisters from across the country in Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Fargo, or Orlando. Expert sessions in the distinctively Lutheran spirit will educate and encourage you. $50 for the whole day. Lunch is included. Visit lutheransforlife.org for more information or to register. Welcome back to Life Minded, the podcast of Lutherans for Life, equipping gospel-motivated voices for life. I'm Michael Solomink. Today we're learning about chemical abortions. We've examined how abortion pills work and who's using them. Now we're investigating the side effects, the health risks, and the long-term consequences. What dangers do abortion drugs bring? Chemical abortions cause several unpleasant and dangerous complications, even more so than surgical abortions. Many women who undergo them complain of cramping and pain more intense than their technicians led them to anticipate. They also experience nausea and gastrointestinal distress, Hemorrhaging may last days or even weeks and has resulted in hospitalization and blood transfusions. The recent film Unplanned accurately depicted these sufferings. Mifepristone's label itself warns that serious and sometimes fatal bleeding and infections occur. In fact, a recent experimental trial terminated before completion because 25% of participants got hospitalized due to the drug. Drug-induced abortions also fail more frequently than surgical ones. Remnants of fetus or placenta may remain inside and then require subsequent surgery. Infection can develop from this or from trauma to the reproductive tissues and then escalate into sepsis, where the sickness enters the bloodstream and infiltrates the whole body. The FDA has recorded 24 women who died from abortion pills since 2000. It has issued a public health advisory warning about it. Add to that over 1,000 hospitalizations, 600 
600 blood transfusions, more than 400 infections, and 4,200 overall adverse events. And that from only the 28 states that mandate facilities to report, not to mention the millions of little ones who have lost their lives. Chemical abortions appear to pose the greatest risk to African-American and other minority women. Self-administered chemical abortions further multiply this threat. Recent research discovered 27% of the do-it-yourselfers started their abortions after the nine-week limit, when the dangers increase. Over three-fourths endured heavy bleeding, 5% bad enough to cause shock, 63% retained pregnancy tissue, and 23% of the procedures failed entirely. 68% needed surgery and 8% became septic. At-home abortions increased by 10% in Sweden over the last 10 years, and there, abortion complications doubled. Abortions, including the chemical ones, affect future fertility as well. Dozens of studies have associated a history of abortion with significantly elevated chance of miscarriage, ectopic pregnancy, premature birth, and birth defects such as cerebral palsy. It increases the potential for breast cancer by 30% and more so when the first abortion occurs at a young age. It connects to greater incidence of cervical, ovarian, and rectal cancers, while carrying to term protects against cancers of the reproductive system. And the abortion pill's psychological effects prove just as deadly. One extensive authoritative analysis observed six times as many suicides among post-abortive women as among women who gave birth. The women who aborted had four times the likelihood of death from all causes in the year following pregnancy as the women who carried to term. A survey of 22 published studies involving more than 875,000 participants from six countries showed that abortion raised the risks of depression, anxiety, and substance abuse by as much as 81%. The mail-order quote-unquote pharmacies that peddle mifepristone have their own safety concerns. No agency can even guarantee these imported substances are genuine. They often come without information or instructions. The websites have a history of suddenly going offline or disappearing. Some only accept non-refundable bank transfers as payment. And in 2019, the FDA issued official warnings to those doing business in the United States, but they're still operating, and authorities haven't taken any further action. And last year, a generic and cheaper formulation of mifepristone reached the market for the first time. Can we counteract chemical abortions with an antidote? It turns out that chemical abortions also have a further weakness. Doctors have discovered how to counteract them. Medical professionals can sometimes stop the process after it's already started and save the baby's life. Dr. George Delgado and Dr. Matthew Harrison pioneered the abortion pill reversal protocol in 2009. It works like this. Within three days, but as soon as possible after a woman has taken the mifepristone, the first chemical abortion drug, and before she has taken the second drug, misoprostol, she receives repeated doses of progesterone. Recall that that's the natural pregnancy hormone. These doses provide more of this essential element than the mifepristone can neutralize. Pregnant women have safely undergone progesterone treatments since the 1950s. And peer-reviewed research with more than 750 cases 
cases in 2018 indicated success rates of 64 to 68% for abortion pill reversal, with no increase in risk of birth defects. The Abortion Pill Reversal Network website, www.abortionpillreversal.com, connects patients to one of over 800 local physicians for assessment and care. Heartbeat International, a nationwide pregnancy resource center federation, also coordinates a 24-7 hotline for immediate attention, 877-558-0333. The toll-free abortion pill reversal hotline, 877-558-0333. And their website, www.abortionpillreversal.com. They've rescued 1,000-plus lives in their first decade. At the height of the pandemic in March and April 2020, the network helped twice as many as usual. March saw 108 reversal starts, and April, 100 compared to 51 on average per month in 2019. And in addition to inquiries about abortion pill reversal, 30 to 50 percent more callers sought pregnancy assistance from Heartbeat's option line during the pandemic. In a moment, we'll look at what alternatives to chemical abortion we can recommend to our loved ones and our culture. You're listening to Life Minded from Lutherans for Life. Have you suffered an abortion? Has somebody you love? There is a word of hope. Call 1-888-21-STORY. Completely confidential, distinctively Lutheran, 24 hours a day and toll free. You can be free from abortion guilt and grief. Your life matters as much as the one that was lost. The Heavenly Father has healing forgiveness for you. Call 1-888-21-STORY. That's 1-888-217-8679. Or visit word-of-hope.org. Your Heavenly Father has a word of hope for hearts broken by abortion. Is there anything we can do about abortion and physician-assisted suicide? How can we build a community that respects every human life? Lutherans for Life wants to help you and your congregation by developing a life team. Life teams raise awareness and take action locally for the sanctity of life. Dozens of life teams are flourishing nationwide and more are forming as we speak. Our national staff are ready to help you explore and implement a life team with our proven process. Visit lutheransforlife.org and look for the life teams tab. Welcome back to Life Minded, the podcast of Lutherans for Life, equipping gospel-motivated voices for life. I'm Michael Solomink. Today we're talking about chemical abortion. We've heard how abortion pills work and who's using them. We've surveyed what dangers they bring and how to counteract them. Now we're asking about alternatives to drug-induced abortion. What alternatives do we have to chemical abortion? Believe it or not, we are the best alternative, you and me. Our courage and compassion, speaking the truth in love, can make abortion obsolete. As soon as we learn a loved one's experiencing a surprise pregnancy, we can support them with our presence. Even if they're contemplating abortion, we listen patiently to their fears. Even if they've already initiated the chemical abortion process, we commiserate with their grief. We ask questions and empathize so that they don't carry their crosses alone. We encourage them about the blessings and privileges of childbearing and parenthood, even in the midst of its difficulties. Alongside them, we can explore the wonders of gestation and human development. We can emphasize their capability to serve in this vocation that God has given them, especially with the fellowship of God's people. 
we make sure to provide them with material assistance too, including shelter and safety, nutrition and supplies, including clothing for their baby and their own bodies. We can connect them with a network of healthy and helpful relationships, opening our own community and sharing our friends and family, as well as our pastor and our congregation with them. We accompany them or even arrange visits to the local pregnancy resource center and social services that can secure them medical attention and emotional counsel. And if necessary, we think through with them the possibility and process of placing that baby with an adoptive family. Lutherans for Life's own Word of Hope Crisis Care and Post-Abortion Healing Hotline makes an indispensable companion and resource for it all. 1-888-21-STORY. Nationwide, toll-free, 24-7, completely confidential and distinctively Lutheran. 1-888-21-STORY. Or visit www.word-of-hope.org. Before, during, or after abortion. www.word-of-hope.org. For Lutherans for Life, I'm Michael Solomon. For more information about the joy of the gospel and the sanctity of life, visit www.lutheransforlife.org. That's www.lutheransforlife.org. Until next time, thank you for listening to Life Minded. And remember that great minds think of life.